everyone. Welcome to Party Like a Marketer, the podcast dedicated to cannabis marketing, public relations, and authentic storytelling. I'm your host, Lisa Buffo, founder and CEO of the Cannabis Marketing Association. You can connect with me on Instagram at LeeBuff and Twitter at LeeBuff21. And I hope to see you all at the Cannabis Marketing Summit coming up this June 7th through 9th in Denver, Colorado, where you can join us for two and a half days of networking and learning cannabis marketing best practices. Early bird tickets are on sale now, so check out our website, thecannabismarketingassociation.com, to save up to $200 on tickets. Today's guest is Dimitro Sivak, head of business development at MJSEO Agency, and he is from Ukraine. Dimitro is 25 and has had the opportunity to live outside of Ukraine and understand and see how other cultures live and develop. MJ SEO Agency helps the cannabis industry to grow and show the world that MJ is the future, using the best marketing tool, SEO. MJ SEO Agency works in all types of cannabis businesses, starting from the medical and recreational dispensaries, ending with cannabis transporters, and much more. This conversation was recorded on February 23rd the day before Ukraine was invaded. I have spoken with Dimitro, who is based in Kiev, and he is safe as of this recording on March 7th. He asked that I let guests know about the invasion led by Russia and point them to his LinkedIn, Dimitro Sivak, S-Y-V-A-K, where he has posted resources for how you can help Ukrainians. He wants our audience to know that the situation on the ground is worse than we know and encourages everyone to read up about it and help in any way possible. We have offered our support to Dimitro and his team, and we'll continue to be in touch with him. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Party Like a Marketer, the podcast dedicated to cannabis marketing, public relations, and authentic storytelling. I'm your host, Lisa Buffo, the founder and CEO of the Cannabis Marketing Association. And today's guest is Dima Sivak, the head of business development at MJ SEO Agency. Dima, thank you so much for being here today. Hi, guys. Thank you. It's a pleasure for me uh, to be with you. Hopefully, you'll get something useful. And I was really, really looking forward to it. I'm sure we will. So, Dima, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, who are you? Where are you from? How did you get involved in cannabis? You know, what led you to SEO? Can you give us a little bit of background on who you are? Sure. Uh, well, uh, my name is Dima. I'm from Ukraine. So right now I'm in Ukraine in Kiev. Uh, well, I'm 25. I don't know if that's useful or not. Um, I work with MJCO. So we are specialized more in the industry of uh, search and optimization. Well, I would say it's quite funny how we got into the CEO, uh, into the MJ uh, industry because at the beginning, when it only started, uh, we were not really sure if it's, this is the future or if it's not. So we were not really ready to get into it. But when we saw the positive things about the cannabis, we decided that, yes, we should go into it. And uh, we saw a very positive uh, place into it. And that's why uh, we started to work in the cannabis industry. And I started to be the head of this project. And what what year was that? When did you first get started? Uh, we started uh, from 2020. So it's been, let's say, uh, let's, I think it was October, something like that from 2020. Uh, so specifically in the cannabis industry. However, in the search engine optimization, we've been on the market for much more longer. 
Awesome. Okay. And are you, so did you help start this agency? Are you one of the founders? I'm not the founder. Uh, the founder is Viktor Karpenko. Uh, however, I'm, let's say, I'm leading the project. Yeah. So I'm the right hand of the project and uh, I'm deciding how to develop it, uh, where to go, what we should do. So everything is going through me. That makes sense. Okay, awesome. And then tell me a little bit about MJSEO Agency. What, what services do you offer um, and how do you work with your clients? Uh, well, we work uh, as all SEO agencies should. I hopefully all will work like that. And um, we don't really, we didn't have, we have not changed our strategy, which we have for other um, industries. Yes, uh, we try to make everything clear as possible. For example, if we go for the complex SEO, uh, hopefully everybody knows what complex SEO. Uh, for example, it's not when you're going for one service, but when you want us to optimize your website. So take over uh, adding links, content, everything on our side. Uh, we prepare some questions which we need you to answer in order for us to do an audit, so which is going to be for free from our side. It gives us a better understanding of the strategy which should be for your website because for every uh, client customer which we work with, we do a specific strategy. So it's a unique one. So we understand what he wants to receive and we try to stick to it. Mm, so we don't only do uh, SEO, but we also provide service like link services. Uh, we have one-time services such as technical audit, uh, niche analysis, which is very useful for uh, companies which have been on the market for a long time. And they have been, they have their own in-house team, yes. And they see that they're not growing something, just holding them back or they want to do something. So we prepare for them a niche analysis, a strategy, which gives them and they are able to implement it. Um, so technical audit, niche analysis, PBNs, um, and also link analysis. Uh, those are one of the main uh, topics, uh, sorry, services which we have. Besides SEO, we also do web development and app development. So we're trying to combine everything to have a complex package. So you work with only one company as one of our main uh, devices, which we have is uh, have a good, strong uh, business relationship and do it with one team. That makes sense. Okay, so you do the audit first and then you come up with a strategy. So um, what are some of the top things that cannabis marketers need to know when it comes to SEO? Where do you, where do you kind of start with that? And what are some of the big areas you, you kind of tackle first? Uh, well, the first step, as I said, uh, when we receive a request uh, that somebody is interested in our services, we ask some questions in order to understand exactly where we are aiming. Um, basically, they are almost always the same. However, before we do reach out, uh, we check the websites and we see the situation, which is what's going on with it. So we already have an idea what is the plan, yes, and where he, uh, the customer is going, what is the goal. So first of all, we ask to answer the questions which we need. And then we send the case to our team to do an audit. So to do an analysis of the website uh, and have a strategy. From the strategy, uh, you get really a lot of information, which is for free, actually. 
So first of all, we analyze the websites uh, which we receive. We check what is the situation with it, what kind of issues there are, and the main major ones. Um, for example, the meta tags. Uh, then we also check the speed of the website, which is very important uh, for search engine optimization. Uh, then we also do check the competitors because in any business, whichever there is, you always have to know your competitors. And that's why it's a good idea also uh, to see your closest competitors. And one of the main questions which we always ask, uh, we know the competitors from our side because we see it from the CEO uh, side. However, the owner of the company knows much more better who is the competitor for them, of course, because when they are located in one place, they may know their own competitor who is the closest to them, but we see it a little bit different. So we always ask this kind of question also. So it's very useful. And we share how they are on the situation with the search engine optimization with the websites, and we compare it with ours. And then we give a plan. Uh, what's gonna be the plan for the first three months? Because further on, it can change, but the first three months is uh, mostly the same. However, it's just changed a little bit. And then what's gonna be the result? And this is the most surprising thing because to see results, uh, there's a lot of aspects which plays a role. For example, uh, it depends on the website. If it's new, it takes a little bit of time to uh, get a better result because when the website is new, it's in so-called sandbox. In the SEO, it's determined, which means you have to get out and the website has to be seen uh, by Google. Um, a little tip, I think it's going to be really useful because uh, we do get a lot of, uh, I receive a lot of messages in LinkedIn uh, that uh, I do a lot of work, my website is new, but somewise it's not growing and I don't get a lot of audience. Um, it could be one of the reasons because of, it's in the sandbox. And in order to get to the sandbox as fast as possible is to get Google seeing your website, use other platforms. So publish your link to your website, for example, on Facebook, different platforms, uh, other platforms, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can publish it. So you get more views, views, and you'll get out of the sandbox as fast as possible. So it plays a very important role. And of course, uh, an old website is much more fast and easier to optimize than a new one because of the sandbox and other aspects. And finally, we give the results, uh, which we will receive and the budget, what's going to be in monthly. And do you have a uh, benchmark for when you're out of the sandbox? Is that like a certain number of visitors a month or how, do you define month. that? Depends. It, it depends. It's really difficult uh, to give a concrete uh, time um, because uh, even giving a 100% result is not possible in search engine optimization. You have to understand this because we have a third part, Google or other platform, which uh, engine Yandex or whatever you'll be using, yes. And um, it doesn't always depend on the work which is done. Yes, it does depend, but other aspects is Google, how he will react to your website and the stuff which you're doing. For example, Google releases uh, minimum three updates a year and everything can change. For example, uh, some time ago, keywords, which you had in the meta tags, were good to have on your website. Right now, it's more will be by Google noticed as a spam. 
So it will react to your website as a negative. So you always have to follow and always be updated. That makes sense. So you want to stay on top of what Google is doing and that is constantly changing. So it's a kind of a moving target as far as strategy and, and what you're working on. Right. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Um, what are the, some of the things that you see your clients or cannabis businesses getting wrong about SEO? Well, getting wrong in SEO, I think, is um, the results and how it works. Uh, because, uh, again, I think it will go back a little bit to the question which we already went through. It depends on the quality of the website and the budget. I will go here also. Uh, they think that my SEO works really fast or any marketing tool, whichever you use, it works fast. Unfortunately, it doesn't only relate to cannabis owners. It relates to each industry, whichever will be using marketing. Uh, first of all, you have to understand how marketing works and see, uh, I think business owners have to uh, plan their budget and uh, see how long they can be without results. Um, because when we say, okay, you have to wait minimum at least three, four months, and he says, no, I'm not going to wait because I need it now. None, and there's no uh, marketing tool which you can use will give you 100% results straight away. You have to have time, and they have to plan it much more better. So definitely, um, you have to understand how it works. And another, which I receive a really funny uh, feedback that uh, marketing tools don't work. And I noticed not only once, that the reason why it doesn't work, because I'm not saying, and I don't want to point that somebody is not a professional, but uh, they're not just following the rules, how it should be, and not doing it to the end. So in order to get results, uh, you have to pay for it. Good work is paid. Uh, poor work, of course, you'll be able to get it cheaper. And uh, the same with links, if it goes to search engine optimization, if you want to have good links to your website, you have to pay for them, uh, not five bucks or $100 or something like that. They cost much more. So to get a good result, you have to invest more and then you'll get a good result. So that's one of the most uh, questions which I do get from uh, clients. And do you mind speaking to the budget or cost and what folks can expect um, when approaching it? Well, um, the, this question is, uh, I would not say 100% result, uh, 100 uh, price, because again, it depends on the situation with the website. Uh, it depends on the requirements which uh, the customer wants to receive, yes? So for example, I want to have, uh, I don't know, 1 million traffic, uh, whatever, or something like that, then of course the cost can be much more. It depends on the project. Uh, for SEO, for example, if it goes for complex SEO, uh, there's a lot of aspects which plays uh, the industry. So if we will just talk about the cannabis, it's getting really, really competitive. Um, and everybody wants to shoot for the most uh, popular keywords, for example, uh, by CBD, yes, and they want to be in the top 10. Well, to be in the top 10 with such keyword and your website is new, unfortunately, it's impossible from the main beginning. It's going to take time. Uh, so to give a price, 
uh, it's really difficult. We say from, uh, for example, when somebody reaches out to me, I can say it will start from here, but to give you a 100% um, price, what's going to be for uh, search engine optimization, uh, it starts from two and a half thousand dollars monthly. Uh, that's going to be monthly, but the results, of course, can be not so high. Um, it depends on the locations, how many locations you're going to have. So you want to shoot only for the USA. Okay, it's going to be one price. When you're going for Canada and USA, then it's going to be two locations. So it's like two separate websites. So you have to double almost uh, the budget. Um, but if it goes, for example, one-time services links, again, on the requirements of the links, the link can cost $100, the link can cost $200, the link can cost $1,000, yes, it depends on um, the quality. Uh, if it goes for the technical audit, uh, technical audit is, um, I'll try to explain maybe some of the services which we do. Uh, technical audit is, uh, we do a checklist, uh, we scan the whole website, and we see which issues the website is facing, because whenever you start optimization, the first task will be doing a technical audit. Um, I know some guys who straight away start optimizing the website and they don't really bother about the technical part. However, I always try to compare to something which is much more uh, simple to everyone. Uh, and I always compare it to a house. Uh, before building and doing something inside, you have to have a good uh, basement. And basement in SEO is a technical part. So first of all, you have to have a good, strong technical part. Um, and it depends for us, it depends on uh, how many pages there are. So for us, we uh, technical part starts from $1,300 and um, to do the technical audit. And we check the whole website and you get two times technical audit. Uh, you pay once, but you get two. First, we do it at the beginning, then we pass it uh, to the customer. He implements the issues and he says, okay, guys, we have done it. Uh, can you check it again? And we scan the website once again. And I, also we give a little bonus. We also provide um, strategy for the future optimization. Uh, link analysis uh, also will start from 1,400. It depends on how many links the website has. Um, niche analysis, uh, it depends just on the um, difficulty of the niche, yes, how competitive it is. Uh, the price starts from $1,500. Yeah, $1, um, so everything starts from something, but to get a 100%, uh, just, I think, just feel free to reach out to us uh, and uh, we'll provide you with the 100% uh, price. So, so definitely they're looking at a few thousand dollars a month to start. Um, yeah. But again, it's, it takes a at least three or four months to see results, but it's it's ongoing maintenance and it's ongoing adjusting the strategy and implementing it and and seeing results. But you know, ideally, what's happening is you're getting that traffic so that you can increase your customers and um, you know your revenue, ultimately your bottom line. So it does it, it can be worth it. Of course, yes. Uh, it just depends on the quality work and, as I said, of uh, how much time you're willing to wait. Uh, because for someone, they want results straight away. And it, unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. You just have to be a little bit patient. And um, for example, you have to understand if it's worth for you. Yes. Uh, for example, for dispensaries, yes, it's, your, it's one of the best tools. 
for small local shops, yes, uh, seal will not really work for them because it's going to be too expensive. Uh, of course, if they will have a few shops, uh, let's say in one state, in two states or something like that, then of course it will work okay. Um, then you have to understand if it's going to be online or if it's going to be offline, your plan. So you have to understand and calculate yourself a little bit and find the most uh, best strat marketing strategy because you can't really do any business without any strategy, without any marketing. So you just have to decide for yourself which is worth for you and in which you can invest and not only for one or two, but minimum half a year to get a good result. And what are some things that those small shops um, can do or folks who might not have a full budget for SEO? What, what can those marketers or entrepreneurs do at, at home or by themselves to kind of get started? What would you suggest? Uh, well, on the internet, uh, thank God, we don't have to go to uh, some place to read books and that stuff and don't know what exactly to search for. Uh, there's a lot of platforms uh, where you can dig out a lot of useful and free information, yes. It just depends on the person if he's willing to sit down and do it by himself and has the knowledge. I believe everybody has the knowledge, just patience. Yes, I think that's the most uh, question which we need to ask. Uh, from our side, as we see that cannabis industry is just developing, but already there's a big competition, and we do understand that not everybody is willing to invest into the webs into CEO, uh, two, three thousand, five thousand dollars monthly. Uh, they will instead do it by themselves, and that's why on our website, on uh, LinkedIn, on the Facebook page, us, we do have uh, free tips uh, how we try to share our knowledge, our expertise of how you can use a seal for your business um, and for free. And I believe there's a lot of also useful uh, on YouTube channels, so step by step, but you have to be careful. Uh, the most uh, interesting thing about cannabis and uh, this industry is that you have to follow the recommendations and follow the rules. So uh, before you do anything, you have to understand where it's legalized and where it's allowed, yes, um, and how to avoid getting blocked. So um, you have to know how to do it correctly to get a result because you can buy a lot of links, but if you'll be doing it incorrectly and not following the rules, uh, definitely it's not going to be possible to get a good result. And I think that's not only still, but regarding any marketing tool which you'll be using. So yes. Uh, soon we'll also hopefully we'll be shooting some short videos for SEO uh, in English. Right now we have it in Russian, uh, where we have also conferences and we share knowledge of how to optimize websites. And we have a lot of speakers there. And now our next step is going to be in English, having those kind of um, interviews and videos. So hopefully for everyone, this will be also useful. That's awesome. And um, you had mentioned that uh, there, so there's some free tips online in your site. And you, you would also mention the compliance aspect and how there are certain things in cannabis that, you know, you need to do to make sure you're staying compliant. Can you speak to what those are from an SEO perspective? Uh, sorry, I didn't understand your question. Can you 
public high school experience. So how, what are some tips that, I guess, what makes cannabis different from SEO in, within this context of SEO from other industries? Well, as I said, the main is to avoid any um, breaking rules, yes, getting uh, into the black place uh, because not everywhere is allowed. And um, for example, in Instagram, Facebook, it's much more easier to get blocked in this industry than getting blocked with the website. So um, you just need to follow the rules and uh, know every place where you're going with your products, if it's allowed. And uh, it's always possible to kind of find all this information on the internet. But the main question is if it's allowed, of course, it depends uh, what kind of uh, website you will have. For example, if it's going to be informational, definitely it's going to be allowed in most countries. Yes, it doesn't have to be legalized. It's just information. Yes. Uh, but selling products in the country where it's not legalized, then it's going to be really difficult. And of course, some people go wrong. And so are you saying that if your Instagram account were to get shut down, it would impact your SEO? Uh, if your Instagram will get uh, locked, well, definitely it will hit a little bit your uh, your website because you're losing uh, audience. Yes, because of course, when somebody goes to your Instagram page or Facebook page, they will, and you left your website link there, they'll move to your website. So definitely you'll be losing uh, audience, uh, especially if the most um, if you invest most. Uh, time in Instagram yeah so you have your website where you just have your products but you're not optimizing your website it's just there with your products or information uh, but the audience is coming specifically from other sources then of course it will affect and uh, what are some of the top tools that you use for SEO I know some folks use things like SEM rush and Moz um yoast on wordpress we use yoast like are there any mm -hmm. top tools that you recommend uh well that's a good question because uh, every team and i believe every company has uh, specific tools uh, which they use yes um some even just stick to one tool and that's enough from our perspective it's not so good to stick to one tool it's always good to have a few and even go for manual checking your website manually so checking uh, the links manually, everything that. Uh, but of course, tools we use, uh, some Rush, which you use, as you said. Um, Yoho is a plugin, so it's much more of a development. Um, we also use, it depends on the uh, platform, which website is built on. Um, also, we use Ahrefs, uh, similar to uh, some Rush, uh, but it gives has a better understanding and it has more functions uh, than some rush because uh, so, um, FFs gives us the possibility to check the links better and it gives us better view statistics all that stuff however um, sometimes it doesn't give 100 results uh, the best results which you're able to see is uh, from control console uh, from google analytics that's the 100 results uh, however uh, only the owner of somebody will give the access to someone, then you can see to it. But in other ways, no. And uh, I would like to say, tell a little funny story. I remember uh, a guy reached out to me in LinkedIn and he said, you know, I would like you to check my website uh, and tell me a strategy. 
I said, okay, um, no problem. We did the analysis and I'm sharing with him the screenshots from Akrash, some other tools. And he said, you broke my website. I'm gonna uh, go against you because it's unfair, you're not allowed to it. And I was trying to point out that we didn't break your website. We're just using the tool, which gives us not 100% result, but it gives uh, 50, 70% results. So it was a funny situation. However, thank God it ended well. Uh, so hopefully our audience will understand that when somebody is using so it doesn't mean that they're breaking your website. It's gathering data, but um, it doesn't give us 100% results. Uh, also, uh, we use a tool such called a screaming frog. It gives us the possibility of checking the website from the technical part. Uh, also, we have built our own uh, applications, which gives us the possibility um, to do our job better. For example, uh, Link Checker, one of our applications which we have, and it gives us a possibility to monitor the links. So the links, all the links which you have on your website, we see the situation with them. So we monitor if it's uh, working well, if it's uh, something went wrong with it. So we know exactly what's going on with it. So we try to use uh, as much links as, uh, sorry, links as much as possible application uh, as we can, but we don't overuse them. We also do it manually. Yeah. So having multiple tools helps you see the bigger picture and see it from different angles. So you can get a more complete picture of what's going on with the website and where it could use help. Yes, but well, oh. you have to be careful with them because <clears throat> not all applications give 100% results and you have to understand uh, what you're searching and um, understand maybe uh, this issue doesn't really appear. So use a few and if it's possible, check manually. Okay, that makes sense. I like that. Yeah. And Google Analytics and Google Search Console do have a lot of great information, obviously. I mean, it's from Google itself, but you do have to know how to read it and make sense of it and understand what information is important and relevant to you to take insights because there's so much there. And that's where it can help to work with somebody who really knows that. Yes, uh, I agree with you 100%. Um... I think uh, in any IT products, whichever you will use, um, you have to understand how it works and understand what information you're receiving and how you can use it. So um, everything can be useful, but you have to understand how you can use it. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Okay, so we've talked about some tools. We talked about what you can do if you've got a small budget. Um, we talked about the differences in cannabis. And I want to hear a little bit more about you specifically. Um, what are some things that you've learned in the cannabis marketing space? So getting into this industry and working, you know, here isn't easy. It's part of why I founded CMA is because marketing is very different uh, to some degree in this industry versus others. So what are some lessons that you've learned or stories that you have as a cannabis marketer? Uh, well, um, I worked in many industries, first of all, not only in the cannabis. And uh, for me, cannabis was uh, a new step, I would say, and something new. Uh, at the beginning, I was not really expecting uh, so difficult uh, industry because um, I always think it's going to be much more simple. Uh, <laughs> in my background, I have English theology, business and media. And I know a little bit the culture. So I was thinking, okay, it's going to be fine. I know how to communicate with other cultures. 
it's okay, it's going to be easy. Um, but when you got into it, um, it was difficult because to have a good business relationship with someone who is in the cannabis, uh, first of all, you have to know cannabis and you have to love it. So you have something in common uh, where in the insurance or other industries, yes, which we go for, it doesn't really matter if you know it or you don't know it. They'll tell you, they'll try to get you in there. But here it works a little bit different. You have to understand it. You have to be fascinated with it, uh, interested and uh, just be attracted to it. So I think this was the most uh, biggest shock for me. Uh, still, I'm learning because uh, what I really like about cannabis is that it's always growing and developing. Um, and that's why actually we did start working in the cannabis industry and we created a completely a different website, uh, MJCO, which we are trying to show from our side that we understand uh, the industry and how it works and how to get a good result. So just not an, just a CEO company, but an, um, a cannabis con company which is specialized in this. So definitely this was the biggest shock and what I do also, as I said, I like is that it's developing uh, specifically in the medicine industry. And I hope it will go even more and more further uh, because um, I know a lot of people which are ill and not in Ukraine because unfortunately in Ukraine, cannabis is not allowed. But outside, uh, for example, in the USA, in UK, I do have friends which are using um, cannabis in order to, uh, for the treatments. And I was really fascinated about this and I support it. So I think this is the most um, useful thing about cannabis right now for me specifically. Yeah, I was going to ask. So it's not allowed in Ukraine. Is there any discussion or any changes you see possibly happening there? What's, what's going on in Ukraine? Well, hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, uh, it will change and uh, it will be legalized. But uh, I don't think it's going to be in the closest three, four or five years, unfortunately, um, because the main problem in Ukraine at the moment is when somebody hears about cannabis, they start to laugh and they think that it's illegal. They still stick to the old years where, for example, when my family heard and uh, know that they, I'm working in the cannabis industry, they will say, oh, okay, you're selling drugs. Yeah. Uh, and that's what is in the Ukraine, in the Soviet Union's countries, uh, that they think in the cannabis, it's drugs and it's uh, bad stuff. Um, and it's going to take time in order to change it. So I believe, it, of course, it will change because we are all, Ukraine, thank God, it's developing and new technology is coming in and we are trying to be updated and follow the top countries um, in the medicine area. And uh, I think it's not going to be closer than five years, but I can be wrong, yes. So hopefully we'll. Yeah, I, I hope so too. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so, I mean, you're pretty young yourself. You said 25. So what's some advice you could share with younger cannabis marketers um, who are looking to get into the space? And when, so when exactly did you get started in cannabis? And um, yeah, what, what do you wish you kind of knew when you first got in? Uh, well, first of all, as I said, for me, the biggest surprise was uh, how 
to communicate with the owners in the cannabis. Yeah, so you have to be a part of the family, I would even say like that. Uh, it's not so easy uh, to get into it. So definitely, this is going to be the first step. Um, so love it, uh, understand how it works, and have a good relationship with others. Um, so this is going to be the first plan. Um, I think here there's going to be a few points which I will touch. Um, whenever you will start, I think this is going to be the basics. Whenever you start any business, it doesn't matter whichever it is, uh, you have to have a good business plan and stick to it. Mm, then again, you have to know if it's legalized. Uh, and this is going to be also interesting uh, topic which you need to find out for yourself and understand how you can do your business because if it's not going to be legalized in the place where you are, so maybe you need to think, okay, so I have to maybe do it some kind of, on, of online so I can do it. I'll be there in one place and I can uh, sell the product in the other place. So this is definitely, um, then I would say definitely you will need to uh, think about your competitors. So uh, do a little uh, analysis of your competitors and uh, due to the competitors, you understand that if it's worth for you to do, uh, to get in the cannabis business in the area where you are, or maybe you need to move out and do the business somewhere else. So this is also very good, um, I think, advice. Um, well, if you already started and you know how it works and all that stuff, um, I think a very important aspect will also play products which you will have. Uh, so what do I mean here is that you have to have good quality product. And I know not a one situation where unfortunately it always ended not so good in the end. At the beginning, it was great. It was going fine. Uh, but then everything went to upside. And the reason was that at the beginning, they had good products, but then they got the audience, uh, the customers, and everything was fine. And they decided to have a poor, lower quality product. And I understand it from the business side because uh, when at the beginning you need to show yourself from a good side and then you just got your audience. However, in order to be on the top place, you always have to be competitive and have good products. So I would say this is a very important point. Um, and then when everything is going fine, you have to think of how you can uh, develop a little bit and improve the situation which you are on and think about marketing. So as we talked already about it, find the most useful for yourself uh, marketing tool which you can use. Uh, if that's gonna be SEO optimization, uh, if that's gonna be Instagram, if that's gonna be uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, I know also uh, been used for, for some people, it's quite good too also. Uh, weed maps. Uh, so there's a lot of um, marketing tools which you can use for yourself in order to uh, show yourself. Yes, but you just have to be active, uh, visit different conferences. So just show yourself as much as possible. Yeah, and I I want to touch on that effective marketing strategies as well. Um, but before we do, I your point about having good products is the key. And I think so many people think you marketing and advertising can be the solution, but that's only if your products are solid at their core. And if you've got great products, then marketing and advertising can sort of take you to that next level, but they can't 
um, what's the phrase, like put lipstick on a pig. Like you can't have great marketing and advertising and, and not great products and expect that the marketing and advertising is going to carry its weight. Because at the end of the day, if that customer is not having a good experience with your product, if, if they came in and bought, then your marketing and advertising worked, but they're not going to come back if they didn't get that desired um, effect or what they were you know, promised or what they thought they were going to get. So that is totally at the core of all of this. Marketing and advertising is just kind of the um, the next step, if you will, as far as growing that reach. But but I'm really glad you shared that story because I've I've seen that happen not infrequently, and it it it's a mistake. It's a mistake. You've got to stay competitive. Yeah, it's not only in the cannabis. I would say it's in all businesses. Um, and unfortunately, I had a friend um, which had a coffee shop, and at the beginning, it was also really good going. But then he just decided to change the coffee and it was poor quality and he lost the compet- uh, lost the customers. Uh, but if it goes uh, specifically for the cannabis, it depends on uh, your goal, which you want. So for example, your main goal, I'm talking right now about SEO uh, marketing. So you have products, but you don't really care about the products. Your main goal is to um, get customers to your website. So just improve the traffic and you can earn from it. So it depends actually uh, what's your goal. Of course, if it's selling products, then of course you have to have uh, good quality products always, not only for one time. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, well, I, and I want to talk about um, back to marketing strategies. What are some other marketing strategies that you see brands utilizing that might be complementary to SEO or kind of work with it? Uh, well, in SEO, it's just, well, SEO is the best, I would say, uh, not the, well, the most, one of the useful uh, tools which you can use for marketing um, because in every day, everyone has a smartphone and everybody, let's say, not everybody will have access to Facebook or Instagram. There are still people which don't use those uh, applications, yes, uh, platforms. However, visiting a website, a lot of people will visit a website, definitely. So definitely that's why uh, SEO uh, is one of the best tools. However, as we touch other aspects, as I already said, Instagram, Facebook, um, these are one of the tools uh, which has been using. And in the future, I'm 100% sure there will appear new marketing tools which uh, you can use. But again, you just need to follow the rules. Mm. If we go a little bit wider, uh, in every industry, there are specific um let's say platforms where you can uh, publish your products publish uh, your own articles publish uh, information about yourself um so you just need to sit down a little bit and um, search for specifically in your industry um other ones is going to conferences so for example if you have a big company um, I think it's going to be really useful for you to visit some conferences, uh, share your products, um, and try to spread as much as possible about yourself. Um, so that's one of the best ones. Um, if it's going to be in a city, in a small city, then I think um, it's going to be not so hard for you to be the top. If you do it correctly and you have high quality products, of course, you're going to be the top in your small city or in the village. Um, and it's going to be much more easier. So in that, I wouldn't really think that it's going to be useful for them to have any uh, digital marketing. Yeah, it's just going to be enough, uh, some 
a paper somewhere and uh, something like that or a radio or just people will tell you someone else so be more com uh, communicative with others so yeah so, sorry go ahead no 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 that's it yeah so so you want to uh do things that are complementary and reach them at different channels so that you can direct folks to your site um, and put your messaging out in different ways. Yes, uh, that's a good strategy. And I think that's one of the best ways because, well, it's not everything only in digital, it's also live, yes. So I do recommend also using as much as possible, maybe connections. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so last question, Dima, where do you see the industry going in the next year or five years? And you can answer that however you want, whether it's from SEO, um, the US, the Ukraine, however, where do you see the future? Well, uh, I always try to think positive uh, to the things which uh, I'm involved, uh, because if I get to something, I see future in it. So definitely in the cannabis at the moment, I do uh, see the future. Um, Hopefully, it will be growing as fast as it has been already and even faster. Uh, but the main uh, question here remains is where is it going to be legalized and how fast it's going to be legalized in other places. So, for example, in the USA, it's not everywhere allowed. Um, in Europe, it's not everywhere allowed. So this is the main question, how fast it's going to be allowed in other places. And hopefully, it will be. For example, in Ukraine, yes, it's not allowed yet, but hopefully it will be. Um, my uh, why I came into the cannabis, as already said, is because I see the future specifically in the medicine, because I believe uh, we've not found uh, all the positive and uh, useful things in the cannabis which can help people and not only people, also animals. Yes, maybe even the nature. Uh, which we can use and uh, use cannabis and improve the situation which we have right now. So I hope uh, specifically in this area, uh, definitely it's going to be used in the negative also aspects. Unfortunately, everything is used in negative, but uh, we are more interested in the positive. Um, so yeah, I hopefully it's going to, I'm not hopefully, I'm 100% sure it's going to be growing, but it will just depend on how fast. Yeah, I hear that. And I love the point about animals too. I think they sometimes get left out of the conversation, but they haven't, some of them have endocannabinoid systems too. So. Yes, um, that's true. I was really surprised. Um, I always try to search for new, uh, I just sit down on the internet and just search for some new uh, places where cannabis is used. And first I was a little bit shocked. I saw it in water. For me, it was a little bit shocked a long time ago. Then it was in coffee, in tea, uh, food for children, uh, food for dogs, for horses. So for me, it was like, wow, it's growing. It's going really fast and in many places where you can use. Yeah, definitely. Well, is there anything you feel like you didn't get to say that you want to say before we wrap up or we didn't mention? Uh, I think we touched uh, all the main aspects. Yes, uh, if somebody will have any questions regarding SEO, I think they can feel free to reach out to us, uh, to our website or straight to me in LinkedIn. Um, I will be more than happy to uh, give any advice, uh, check the website. 
because I'm sure there's going to be questions which I didn't answer. Uh, so I think that's going to be the best option. And what's your website? Uh, MJCO agency. MJSEO.agency. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. And where can they find you on LinkedIn? What's your what's your full name on LinkedIn? Uh, my full name is Dmitro Sevak. So you'll be able to find me uh, on LinkedIn. I think if you just write Dmitro, I'm already straight away showing because I've been trying to be active. Um, hopefully some of the, our audience will be also be following me in other groups in LinkedIn. Uh, on Leaf uh, Fly, also LeafWire, also on there. So I'm trying to use as much uh, places as possible to share our knowledge and help others. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today and taking the time to share your information. We really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. It was nice also to meet you. And hopefully it was useful for everyone. And maybe we will be able to schedule another call and answer some maybe questions which audience will have. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you, Dimitro. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Party Like a Marketer. Follow us on Instagram at Party Like a Marketer and on our website, thecannabismarketingassociation.com. And be sure to join us in person this June 7th through 9th for the annual Cannabis Marketing Summit happening in Denver, Colorado. Check out our website for more details and membership information. We'll see you next time.